0: Hello and welcome to Nested Folders, a podcast about productivity and getting those commitments done and met so that everyone can be happy all together, hopefully. Uh, I'm Scotty Jackson, joined as always by Rosemary Orchard. Hi Rose, how are you?
1: Uh, I'm good. I'm kind of excited about this one, Scotty, because you you brought up the idea of the topic and I started noodling on it and then the next thing i knew there were like 10 bullet points from me and in, in our show notes and it's like okay maybe i have stuff to say on this that i didn't realize um which is quite nice it's it's always nice when you real th- realize that you have more information that you want to share than you thought
0: well exactly i mean that's and that's that's good news uh, since we're uh, doing a podcast and all um mm-hmm. hi yeah if you if you're new here hi welcome Uh, It is lovely to have you. You can reach our entire podcast and back catalog of episodes at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you're so inclined uh, and would like to support our work, you can do so at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested, where you get a bonus episode every single month uh, curated based on uh, listener questions and challenges and um, uh, deeper dives into some of our most favorite topics. The topic we're talking about today, though, uh, and I wrote this down Uh, because I was recently reflecting on my system and my productivity and my commitments. And whether you've ascribed to the getting things done methodology or whatever productivity means you use, having a list of your projects or your overall commitments, not not your tasks, not like your actions, but your commitments, maybe more like the nouns of the world, I guess, uh, that's an important thing to have. Um, And that's great and you'd think that, well, that's well that's the episode folks have that list um but the way in which my list exists is not has not been amazing for me. And I feel like I could be doing it better. And that got me thinking about this whole notion. And Rosemary, I'm very interested to hear what you think about all this.
1: Yeah, because the projects list is kind of something for me. For ages, it just existed in the sidebar of OmniFocus, um, which is the tool that I use to manage my tasks. And it's a list of my projects. What more do I need? Um, And then I realized that, you know, the only way I actually review my list of tasks is when I go and scroll through the sidebar. Which I don't really do, um, and that it would be smart to, you know, regularly go through my list of projects and just see, you know, like what what are the things that I see that I'm working on, um, and and so on. Because the other thing is, is well, I might have a lot of projects. Some of them are deferred way into the future. Some of them are, um, you know, on hold for other reasons, and so on. And so I need sometimes just have a list of the things which are supposed to be actively holding my attention. And sometimes I I end up using this as a good excuse to cull some of the things that have been uh, lurking for a long time. Uh, You know, they're they're zombie projects. Technically, they exist and they're continuing and absorbing some of my energy, but they're not actually actively doing anything productive for me. Um, And sometimes it ends up being a, hey, I don't actually have a project for this, but I have a whole bunch of actions in my inbox that don't have a home, which, you know this, this should exist. So it exists as an important part of the review process, but also just a, where is my energy going and where should my energy be going? And how can I balance that and manage that tool?
0: Mm -hmm. Because,
1: you know, there, there's a whole bunch of things that I can be doing, but which one should I be doing and how do I prioritize that? And having a list of my projects can really help me with that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, but I was thinking about like, okay, okay. So I know that I have to have that list, but, um, for practical reasons um the way in which that list is written um I, I, I try different ways of 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 doing it and um I don't know if I've really got it right like so f- my instinct tells me that the project is almost kind of like the thing that I have to end up with like the the artifact so the project is um uh pitch presentation for new business concept or um tires on car or, um, mom's birthday, those sorts of things. Um, except that, um, those are kind of unclear. So really probably the better, you know, project names are, you know, build draft of business pitch presentation or get tires on car changed or make plan for mom's birthday. Okay. That that's better. Um, yeah, but but then but then I but then I, I think I struggle a little bit because for whatever reason, maybe I have to put those project names into uh, Trello or some sort of online app that I share with my workmates. And then the more words I use, th- the more complex the interface starts to become. So it it's it's like the interface benefits from fewer words, but the concepts benefits from more words. And here I am stuck in the middle with you.
1: Yes. Yes, that is definitely a problem. And I have a significant advantage in a lot of this because I don't share most of my project uh, titles with other people. They're they're a me thing. Um, but um, one of the things that I do do for this is, um, or actually there's a couple of things I do. Emoji emoji and my project names. Um, sometimes this just serves as a way to quickly help me spot something in a list. Um, so, for example, um, I have uh, a household maintenance and cleaning, which has a sponge at the beginning because it's it's mostly just cleaning tasks. Um, and um, my, my shopping list has the shopping bags. My grocery shopping has a trolley and things like that. Um, or a shopping cart uh, for the Americans. My podcasting folder has a microphone. Um, and some of this is just you know, it adds a bit of fun. Some of this is simple because it, it it's easy because it means that I have extra context. Because if a if a picture, you know, te- is it worth a thousand words, then emoji has got to be worth at least a hundred, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so that can be really useful. But the other thing that I do is a project description or notes. And nearly every task manager has the ability to add notes to a project, um, and if it doesn't, then you know you can just create a note somewhere else um, and and you know put 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 notes in there. I actually use Obsidian to pull all of my notes in because then I've just got Markdown files and I'm not constrained to potentially very small boxes in in software, and it's easy to just look at all of the things. Um, but because I have Um, the notes it means that my project title set up living room curtains is completely sufficient as a project title um i don't need to say set up living room curtains switch bot to be available in home assistant because it's inside of a home assistant folder um and also um the other thing is is i have a description which has links to various things um because you know my project notes aren't just necessarily a description but they also have project reference material in them, um, which can come in handy. And then the, the notes folder could in theory be my projects list. Uh, it's not for various reasons. Um, but that can be very helpful. And especially when you're sharing things with other people, um, I found, um, you know, adding short descriptions because as you say, um, you know, most of these, most, most online systems or indeed any system, um, you, you have a limited space to put the words that are important. But usually what you can do then is you can go to another space where there's more space for words, which gives people more context and more information. And that is very useful. And I find that's also quite helpful if you need, for example, to provide a summary of what that project involves, You know, like a quick overview of some of the steps and so on. But also providing the title is sufficient for people to know approximately what something is about. Usually, they can either see the subtasks, or they know that you're working on it, and it shows that it's in progress, um, and and so on and so forth. So that can be quite useful too.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think the temptation is naturally to when there's when there's that field there that says, you know, description or notes, um, that that's where the description or notes go. But maybe um, I need to be more attentive and think about maybe what goes in there is actually a URL and the URL is a link to where the notes truly live um, so that I'm not cluttering up or, you know, know, I mean, a lot of times those, those tools don't don't have like really robust text formatting capabilities there. So, I mean, if there's, yeah. So, I mean, if I can just link to a, um, you know, a Google doc or an iCloud doc or, 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 or anything of any kind where all the notes live, as long as there's success criteria, I think I think that's the that's the big thing is what what is success criteria what is done for this project have I have I taken the time to define that so that I know what that is because because yes. I think that that will help drive what the name of the project should be as well right like it, when I know what done means then I know what words to represent in the in in the in the title of the project itself um and I think that that also creates a nice balance between being able to be as verbose as I need to be, um, while being, you know, also you know, just terse enough in 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 a, in a in a in a system to make sure that I'm not, you know, jamming everything all into one place, which I think presents like a great idea. Oh, look, all of your details about your project all in one place. Ah, uh, sometimes that's kind of overwhelming, and sometimes I really just want to see one aspect and not be, you know, bombarded with too much information. Yeah. And so that's one of the things that I, I I think I probably noodle on, maybe a bit too much too, is that like, um, you know, how much information am I putting in front of myself at, at, a, at a given time, and is that what's what what is appropriate or not?
1: Yes, yeah, and I have to say that's one of the reasons why I really like being able to look at a list of my projects um outside of my task manager, because that list of projects can have things like due dates and stuff. In I rarely have due dates on my projects, um, but it can also just be filtered down to the things that i i actually have marked as active right now because um of course the other thing is is i do have a whole bunch of projects in my system but a bunch of them are on hold because i've just got too much stuff going on some of them are deferred like renewing my passport is deferred for about eight and a half years right now
0: um because
1: i can't do anything on it and you know that that is the project um and some of them get excluded because they're not projects in the traditional sense like for example grocery shopping is not a project i necessarily need to see in my project list because it's an ongoing continuous thing um and the project of grocery shopping is unfortunately never done or at least you know it, it, it will not be done for quite some time um and so the uh uh the the idea for me for the projects is, is just things that i should be completing Mm -hmm. specifically, um, that I need to get done. And therefore I can, you know, just have that information that I need, because if I need more, well, the project title for me is a link, so I can click on it and go get more information or go to the, go to the project or whatever it is I need to do. Um, but you know, I've tried slimming it down. The other thing that for me is really important is these things are not cast in stone when they are created. So if I name a project something and then, you know, a week and a half later, I'm looking at it going, that's not a good name for a project. I can change it. Um, it sounds <laughs> very, very silly to say that because, of course, you can change it, Rose. Yes, but when is the last time you change the name of a project to be more accurate? Because that is something that I feel like maybe I don't do frequently enough, but I should be doing more often. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's quite useful to be able to do that. Because the other thing is, is sometimes when you start out a project, you have one image in your head of how things are going to go. And then, you know, a week later, a day later, an hour later, five minutes after you've done some research, you find out, oh, hey, like all the all that we need to do to do this sound seemingly amazingly complicated sounding thing is just a tiny little what's it right there. (laughs) Okay, we're done. Ta-da, that's it. Um, and that, that can happen more often than you think. Of course, sometimes it goes the other way of, right, yeah, sure. So we we just need to, you know, um, replace the doorbell. And then it turns out that there's a rat's nest of wiring and the entire house needs to be rewired or something. And that's much more complicated. But, you know, you can rename projects. And I would argue that you should rename projects as soon as you have more information than just the initial impression of, this is a group of actions that I need to do to achieve an outcome. Um, because, you know, it, it is a living being until it's finished. Um, and that that is something that we should keep in mind. Of course, the other thing that I do for my projects is I do put them in folders, which give them additional context. And then I can, you know, open and close the folders um, in the sidebar. What I do, however, when I export all of my projects into a projects list is I prepend the folder name to the project name. So if a project is inside a folder called Home Assistant, then it'll be Home Assistant, colon, and then whatever the project name is. For example, set up living room curtains. Um, And then Home Assistant is inside an automations to create folder, which means it's automations to create, Home Assistant, set up living room curtains. Which means that when my project names get exported, they can be very wordy. But you know what? That's okay, because it means I have enough of the context there when I look at things Um, to, to be able to go, oh, right, yeah, sure, I know what this is. Because it's not just the project name that gives it Gives you the information that you need. It's also where is the project? You know, is this project in my work projects list? Is this project in my personal task list? Where is it? Um, all of that helps, and having some way to identify that when you have your projects list is incredibly helpful.
0: Yeah, and I, and I, it, it's interesting listening to some of the things that you said and thinking about how um, often our software tricks us by using a word in different ways, right? Like your grocery list project, for example, right? Which isn't, which isn't really a project. It's, it's a, it's a list or a category or group, um, which is different from a project project where there's actually like, you know, an outcome that happens at the end. Um, I also really liked what you said too, about, uh, about having, uh, thinking about different kinds of projects. So, uh, one of the things that we've been doing, uh, in my job, because one of the things I do in, 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 in my work is support some development is, um, categorizing our projects Against um, So our tooling uses the word project very liberally. Uh, it can mean kind of anything. So we've been very, very kind of mm-hmm. states or statuses or, uh, or, or kinds of projects like, is this a defect? Is this a new feature? Is this a user story? Is this um, a project that is time-bound because it represents a, a sprint, like a horizon of time? And um, using different, kinds and states and flavors of projects that way and being very crisp about what those definitions are so that when we don't just look at a tool and see project, we look at a tool and see a project, but I know that that project is actually working on a feature uh, and that that feature is part of this sprint, for example. So I, I, I mm-hmm. taking the time to, to bucket out the kinds of projects uh, and what they represent and and why they are projects at all. Um, that's really great. Um, and, and you mentioned, um, you mentioned emojis earlier, which I like is now just so stuck in my head because I don't know why I'm not doing more of that um, at work. I I do that in my, in, in my personal life. I do a lot of like iconography or symbology, Mm -hmm. but at work, not, why not? I don't know. Um, I, maybe it's some sort of weird corporate where you don't think that using emojis is appropriate, but uh, I think it uh, entirely is. And so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to adopt that. Um, and then you also yeah. touched on the importance of, um, you know, grooming and renaming uh, things as well as, you know, just reflecting on the importance of language. Hey, we had a whole episode on that link in show notes um, that uh, that I'm reminded of now that, you know, I should probably uh, go back to and re listen to uh, and hear some of my own uh, meandering thoughts about this because uh, most certainly uh, optimizing words is really the crux of what I'm talking about here. I guess when, when I think about like, what is a, what is the good anatomy of a project list?
1: Yes. Well, the other thing is, is the official name of a project is not necessarily the right name of the project in your projects list, right? You, you mm. kind of touched upon this, but, you know, if, if the project is launch the fancy new website, but your job is just to make sure the text and the footer is correct, then, you know, launch the fancy new website should not be in your projects list. Your project list should contain check text in uh website footer for for website launch um or whatever you know the right thing is i'm you know Mm -hmm. giving a slightly silly example there um but that is you know the projects list that you have is yours and should be meaningful for you so that when you look at it you get a feeling of these are the things that i have said that i'm doing so that then you can figure out what actually you need to do with with all this stuff because of course you know if if you're me the first time you export this project list um or you create this project list you look at it and go hmm, cool and then you scroll down another four pages and go well that's quite a few projects um and that's you know when i went back and put a whole bunch of them on hold and figured out you know which ones of these do i actually want to do first out of the fun ones and which ones of these can i not really do right now like installing the new smart door lock needs a non rainy day when it's not freezing outside ideally so, um, you know, I've, I've postponed that for another month um, just because it makes perfect sense to and then I'll be able to have a consideration as to whether or not I want to do it in February. Um, but, you know, all of these things, you know, it, the whole point of your products list is to give you a good personal overview of what the heck is my life right now, because, there are a bunch of things that people probably don't put on their projects list like that they should. So for example, if you're if you have uh health issues and you need to, you know, manage one of manage your health issues by talking to a bunch of medical professionals and stuff, why is that not in your projects list? Is it because it's too personal? Is it because you haven't figured out how to name it? I I mean, if you're having difficulty um, you know, like getting to grips with the whole situation, then that's something else you need to figure out. But you know, the idea of the projects list is it's kind of a life overview. You know what are the things that you are actually actively trying to achieve in your life, and are your projects getting you there? Um, you know if we if we look at it in GTD terms, you know it's it's going from the different horizons of focus. You know, are are you you know way up in the air, or are you going down a lower level? They've changed it now. It used to be uh the fifty thousand foot, forty thousand, etc., and now it's just one, two, three, four, and five, which is kind of sad because I like the airplane analogy of you know how. High a focus, how high up am I to get that different focus level? But hopefully, your projects list is aligning to whatever your current goals, aims, or themes are because you know that that's what they're for. I would hope,
0: uh, yes. And and that level of 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 specificity that you're talking about, the airplane altitude thing that that's so important. I mean, if 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 it work, for example, we've got project mango, um, I don't think um having project mango on my projects list makes a whole lot of sense really what what i need to have on my projects list is like you know um uh, develop the plan for project mango and then like you, you know whatever other little little bits and bobs but having projects about those and considering that is is huge um and uh, late to the game um but we've been doing this a lot um at work and I've been bringing it home with me is realizing what I thought was the project. Isn't the project. What I thought was the project mm-hmm. is actually like an umbrella of many projects. And I think mm-hmm. it's valuable to treat those projects as discreetly as possible because then, you know, I, I also don't feel like I'm tackling like this monolithic thing that I don't understand. I am instead attacking this part or this deliverable or this artifact or this process, presentation, image, whatever, right? Um, which, which is a lot easier to stomach. And so having the right level of specificity or the right horizon of view on a project list is really important in that regard. Because if, if I'm looking at things from too high up, I'm either not going to really know what it means or it's going to scare me. <laughs> And, and I'm not gonna and yeah. in in both of those cases i am I am that much less likely to look at my project list again soon, and that's not good. I should want to go there. I should want to be able to go there because I'm feeling like I'm making progress like i'm um like I'm achieving stuff. and if I go to a project list that has things that are written from too high of a altitude of focus. Well, they're never going to get checked off, right? Project Mango, that's a seven-month-long thing. It's just going to sit on my list. and I'm going to feel like nothing changes. So it's important that yes. I put projects down that I, can, that I can see progress on and achieve. And, and, if, and if I'm not, if I'm not seeing progress on them, they are not on my projects list because I'm not actually working on them. Right. So I need to honor that too. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that that is the thing, isn't it? It's, um, you know, figuring out why, you know, what is what is actually going on? Because, yeah, if you put the wrong thing on your projects list, it is too big and scary and overwhelming. But that really is a sign that you need to adjust how you're managing your tasks, because that isn't a project to you. That's a goal. Right. Um, And so, yeah, it is about perspective to an extent um which is one of the reasons why i flatten my project hierarchy when i pull it out of OmniFocus. Um, I'm, I'm using one of the omni automations for it but it doesn't really matter because it you know it doesn't matter how deep i've nested a project under some things if that's the name of the project then that's the name of the project um and that that's something that i i do use and i i try actively to use i've got folders for various areas of my life my personal things my professional things my day job etc but when i export my projects list i if there's if there's nothing active in the folder that doesn't get exported um and that can sometimes be quite useful um what i should probably do is i should probably enhance this whole thing that go and so it goes hey you've not got any active projects in your personal life Maybe you should balance things out Mm. a bit Um, because that's the other thing, you know, exporting your projects list, if you can color code it or something, just so that you can see the different areas of your life and try and find some kind of balance, that might be a useful tool as well because your projects list is essentially whatever you choose to make of it. Um, But for me, it is primarily a tool for reviewing things and prioritizing things appropriately and attempting to achieve some kind of balance.
0: Yes, I, I I like what you said about how you automatically exclude things that aren't active. Um, because mm-hmm. I, I get, and, and I and I think I have to challenge myself to think well, like what is active, right? What is, and what is active? What is active right now? Yeah. Um, because very likely there's a lot of um, movement that I could do to like take things off my project list, put them somewhere else, but also know that they can come back to my project list later um, when I, when I'm making meaningful progress on them. But like, there are a lot of times where, yeah, you might do something about a project and then it either has to simmer or it's like waiting for um, a a bus to come or the snow to go and, or, or like whatever. Right. And, and um, in those cases uh, honor that, take that thing off the project list. Again, like all the things that mean that need to be there. And so as soon as I start obscuring the definition of what a project list is by including content that I'm not actually working on or haven't really defined or haven't really committed to or is written from too high of an altitude, um, that's pollution. And I think, I, I think cleaning all of those sorts of things up uh, is pretty vital. Uh, to a healthy uh, a healthy list that I that I feel like I can come back to.
1: Yes, and that is the thing. It is something that you should be coming back to and looking at again and again and again. And how you define what's active and what isn't active is up to you. For, for me personally, um, I I have a couple of different st- uh, ways to make something inactive. If it has no actions or no actions that can be done in it, um, it's not active. If it's actively been put on pause because i can change the state then it's not active and if it's deferred into the future but more than a week away um because if it's if it's deferred until tomorrow and i export my projects list i kind of need to know about the you know the, this thing is about to come on your radar so you should be aware of that um and so i ever explicitly said you know if it's deferred to less than a week away it counts as active um so that that is you know very useful the other thing that I have found by doing this is um, I had a lot of zombie projects which were dead and like they didn't need anything doing to them. They were done. And so one of the things I have done as part of this is I've gone through and cleaned up my projects list because most of my projects, um, and the way I do this now, is I set them up so that they auto-complete when the last action is completed. Um, and not everything can do this, but for me, the vast majority of my projects, when I've done all of the actions that I've currently got listed, that project is done. Now, it's really easy to go back in and go, actually, no, this isn't done. I've got another five things to do, but I don't do that very often. And I don't want to be waiting until I do a review of my projects list or I go through and review everything to go, oh, right. Yeah, this thing's done. I want it to just be gone. And therefore, you know, whenever I run whatever to get my projects list or I look in the sidebar, it's it's marked as is completed because the vast majority of things are Because what happens is I create the project and then at some point, shortly after that, I sit down and do a bit of project planning. You know, what does done look like with this and so on and so forth? Add some notes, collect some data, add all the tasks that I can think of that need doing, organize them into some semblance of a logical order if there is one, and then done, finished, the end. Um, And so when I do that, I say, right, okay, this is everything that I can think of that I need to do on this project. I'll set it to uh, complete when I'm finished with all the actions and if I add actions as I go, then those get included. And when I finish it, I finish it. But it is a very, it's been very useful to help me realize how many things I've accomplished as part of this, because there is nothing more satisfying than going, hey, I actually did a whole bunch of mm.
0: things, like a whole mm-hmm. bunch.
1: That is amazing. Well done me. But sometimes I need a bit of a higher level overview to be able to do all of that.
0: Well, that's so good. That's so good. I mean, honestly, I, I, I feel like I feel emboldened. Uh, and ready again to go back to my project list and, and, and revisit it and, and look at it with, with, with fresh eyes and fresh perspective. Because I think now, now I think I know what I need to do to clean this thing up and, uh, and make it feel like it's, it's, it's useful to me and helpful to me, uh, and not scaring me or, or putting me off. Thanks, Rose.
1: And that. Well, you don't want to be scared by your projects list. And you don't want to be annoyed by um you know a thing that's you know not really properly defined and so, yeah, this is something that I feel is a useful tool for people to do on a regular basis. I'm not suggesting that you need to go through and and create a full list of your projects every single day. That is definitely not it, but as you do bigger reviews, weekly or quarterly, not weekly, sorry, monthly or <laughs> quarterly reviews, um, that that can be really useful. And then looking at that list during your weekly review and adding to it and taking things away from it as is appropriate um, can also help. Um, one of the things that I do, because I, I created a script and uh, I'll try and get it so it's in a state that actually can work for other people um, uh, and put it in the show notes. Um, but what I do is I actually export it and I save it in a note. Because that way, when, when I'm looking at my, my list, I can generate it every week and I can compare them. And being able to compare your list really helps see all the things that you did, especially if you're using autocomplete like I am. So maybe you didn't actually actively go in and check the, the box on that task to say that it's done, but uh, it is actually done.
0: That's huge. Um, awesome. Awesome. That's an awesome resource. Thank you, thank you so much for this, Rose. it has been fantastic. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm ready to roll now. Now I'm ready to, to do things.
1: It's given me a lot of ideas as well. I think I'm gonna have to make quite a few tweaks to the script um, based on some things that I thought about in preparation for the show, and you know, other, other parts. But I, I will be doing that as soon as possible.
0: Awesome. Well, friends, uh, thank you for uh, listening and uh, for hanging with us here. Uh, It's been just wonderful having uh, some time just with you. Uh, Again, you can find our entire show at nestedfolderspodcast.com. And if you would uh, love to, uh, we would love you for it. Uh, uh, Subscribe and and support us at nestedfolderspodcast.com slash unnested for a bonus episode every month. Uh, That would be pretty amazing. It also gives you access to our Ask Me Anything board uh, where we can take uh, your question, turn it into an episode just just for you. Um, you can also tweet with us on the Twitter at nested folders and, uh, you know, send us an email through our website, but we also exist as human individual people on the internet. Rosemary Orchard, where might that be for you?
1: And you can find me at rosemaryorchard.com. And you can also find me on Twitter at Rosemary Orchard. What about you, Scotty?
0: uh i may be found at hayscottiej.com uh on my uh blog that is updated um apparently by lunar cycle uh or something like that uh, by olympiad um more likely you'll find me on twitter at J. thanks again for listening everybody and uh rose we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks
1: all right goodbye everyone